At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. Huge Wednesday program. It's Schwabby time. Frank Schwab will join the program 30 minutes from now, senior NFL writer and betting analyst from Yahoo Sports. Amal, let's start out with a couple early baseball games here. See this stat on the Braves? In night games where they're the favorite, they've won the last 23 times. That's unbelievable. And including last night, we had the five-run fifth against uh, against the, the warden, J.T. Brubaker, and Max Fried made it stand up. Today, they've jumped out in front of Mitch Keller and the Pirates, seven to nothing. My guy, Kyle Wright, on the bump for the Braves right now. It was two nothing when I came <laughs> into the studio. Everyone yeah. has to put on a five spot on him here. Uh, you know, I was surprised, Mike. I looked at the standings only two games back of the Mets who lost those two games in the Bronx. Uh, but they, they, the great thing is I think they finish out the regular season against each other or close to it towards the end. So there's going to be an opportunity for both sides to make it their case. Uh, and the other game going on right now, Giants at Tigers. Matt Manning against the nine-high flush Logan Webb. That game's <laughs> scoreless in the third inning here. For, good for the under players. It was seven and a half. Yeah, by the way, better was last night. We had King High flush uh, Rodon on the mound, three to one. Under on the Tigers, he's, easily there. He's awful good, isn't he? Uh, He's a guy that doesn't get enough credit for how good he is. I, I've got a friend, and you you know this person, mm-hmm. who, who bets every day, who said, for him, it's DeGrom, Scherzer, and he has Rodon third in terms of, of betting scoreless innings. In the National League or across the board? Across the board. It's a strong statement. It is. Uh, the one guy I would probably interject in there is uh, Verlander. Verla- Ver- that, that, was my, that was the only thing I said. I yeah. put Verlander right up there. Rodon really deals, and I'll tell you where he's effective is um, he gets that ground ball going on you. He's tough, tough to beat, and he gets a ton of strikeouts. We might bring this up with Frank Schwab, but I want to get you ticked off to start the show here. Tony Gonsolin is 16-1. I know you say I'm wasting my breath about 16-1. He is the National League ERA leader. He is the National League whip leader. He doesn't have a case for Cy Young. Because of innings pitched? No, he, he does, but here's the thing. The reason why innings pitched matters is how many innings pitched does he but have look, so last far? Last year, Burns had 30 less than Wheeler, and they still gave it to Burns. Burns had a more dominant year. Um, how many innings pitched does uh, uh, he have right now, Gonsolin? Yeah, it's probably 50 less than Alcantara. Well, the point being is this. First of all, he's got to qualify in terms yeah, of ERA. ERA because he's got to get to 162. He's got 128 He's got to get 34 more innings pitched. He's going to have five more starts. So that, that, He's got to go seven gotta, in each. He's got to get seven. I think he's going to have more than five starts. I think he'll have six. No, they have 40 games remaining. Yeah, I know, but they're not going to go with the five-man rotation 
the whole rest of the way, are they? Probably not. Um, they're, all, they're what, 18 and a half games in front, 17 and a half? You, you know, this is where I have a problem with the Dodgers. Last night, they're dominant against Milwaukee. Don't score against Lauer the night before. Yeah, and but here, here's the issue. Why are you pulling Gonsolin after five innings? Why I you- thought, I looked at his pitch count. I watched the game. Mm-hmm. I said, for sure, he's going six. Maybe they push him into the seventh. Out after five. Well, last night he threw 77 pitches in five innings, okay. which is just two you, you, above what oh. you'd call ideal. 75 pitches through five yeah, is ideal. Yeah, okay, so that should be, that should be go, a solid six, that, maybe seven. That should be seven. Yeah. That should be 102, <laughs> one, 107, whatever, and you get in there, you go seven. Look, you're absolutely right in terms of his record. He has been outstanding right now at 16-1. Uh, and one, but he's, he's down to 10-1 to one in the markets today. Sandy about minus $3, right? So it's a huge night because they absolutely ob- obliterated Corbin Burns. He's done. The Dodgers single-handedly, if, if, if they put up a five-spot or more on Sandy on Saturday in, in Miami, have given, have given uh, Gonsolin a chance to win this award. I, I would agree with you there. In, in uh, 15 of his 22 starts, he's given up a single okay. run uh, or I'm, less. I'm going to give you a stat here. Mm-hmm. Gonsolin has done this already this season more times than it's ever been accomplished in the modern era of baseball. He was the winning starting pitcher and allowed three hits or less in the game 12 times. It's never been done 12 times in the year in modern baseball. Man, that's incredible. But uh, that's, that's why his whip's so low. He gives up less than five hits per nine innings. But, you know, Dylan sees last night he gives up three run yeah. homer to Mountcastle in the first inning. Uh, then he locks in. Mm-hmm. To me, you know, the problem with the whip stat sometimes can be is you got, look at a guy like Cease. He walks a lot of guys, but he has the capability of striking guys out and getting out of that trouble. So for me, ERA is still a big big and important statistic. I know a lot of people are like, well, look at FIP, this and that. Look, at the end of the day, I want to know how many runs you're giving up. Erlander, 81 pitches through six, had a no-hitter going. Um, the only uh, the only uh, base runner was on a drop third strike. He pulled him after six innings. Were you surprised? I was. But then again, remember, Dusty pulled Russell Ortiz. Yeah. So I'm not surprised. Ver- Verlander talked about it after the game. He said, look, I knew I couldn't get nine tonight. So what was the point of going on? It's he great- said, I'm not going to throw. He said, I-, I love throwing 135 pitches eight years ago. I can't do it anymore. And I can't do it coming off Tommy John. It's a great response yeah. by him. And I think, you know, I saw a photo of him smiling coming off the mound. Yeah. I think it's a scenario where they talked and they said, listen, I'm not going to be able to go the distance here tonight. And in that situation, do you know how many pitches he threw through six last night? He threw 81, I believe. And Dusty said he was on an 80-pitch count. Oh, he was coming in. Okay. They all are on pitch counts. This is interesting to know. They all are on pitch counts as they change the rotation from six to five men here over the next week. Dusty said they're all on pitch counts. So that's interesting to know. Framber Valdez going for them. We'll talk about that game later. Uh, Amal, odds to be number one seed. DraftKings, or, uh, DraftKings has a prop. It's a parlay. Bills and Bucks both to be number one seed. We talked about this earlier. It's 14 to one. FanDuel has odds to be number one seed in each division, individual bets. In the AFC, the Bills plus 280. Interesting here. Chiefs plus 650. Ravens are plus 750, as are the Broncos. Chargers plus 950 and Bengals 10 to 1. Your thoughts on that AFC market? Uh, I think this is going to be the one advantage that Buffalo has playing in the weakest division, in my opinion, is going to give them home field advantage. And then having to go to Buffalo in January is not going to be easy for anybody. And by the way, Ken Dorsey is the offensive coordinator there. Mm. I thought this is a guy that would have become a head coach already by now. Now, he did take a year away, went to FIU, was an associate athletic director, but I think he's a guy to pay attention to. He has not been a head coach at any level? He has not yet. I thought he was a very cerebral player. Remember, in college, he lost two games by 10 points, the overtime game to Ohio State, and then a game— We don't uh, talk about him in the pantheon of those great quarterbacks there, but his record speaks to it. He was a great leader for that team, that that run that Miami Miami. had there. And you look at this Buffalo team right now. Josh Allen, I thought, look— I was lukewarm on him. I thought he was a really good quarterback. I didn't have him in that rarefied air of Mahomes and Rodgers and Brady and those guys. He is there for me, and he is in a position now. This team, if they don't win the Super Bowl this year, it is going to be a huge letdown. Uh, yeah, they're the favorites, uh, not heavy favorites. Would you take a shot with your Ravens at plus 750 to be the one seed? I would, absolutely. Uh, Look, I think Baltimore's going to have a monster year. I, I think Lamar's going to w- uh, win MVP. I, I bet him at 20-1. to 1. I think Remember, they were 8-3 and three last year before he got hurt. Then he got hurt, and then the whole secondary got hurt. Look, p- people don't realize this is a team that was decimated by injuries. Look, Lamar, he's such a great wild card in this sense. If he ever throws the ball with any accuracy, you can't stop him. I think this NFC market's really interesting because I don't think there's a dominant team in the NFC. Remember last year, I think the Bucs were like plus 330, 
yeah. uh, coming off the Super Bowl, yep. right? And I thought there was a there there was an argument there. They're the favorites again, still uh, at three to one. Cowboys and Packers co-second choice at five to one. Rams plus six fifty. 49ers nine to one, and the Cardinals the fifth choice, sixth choice in this market at thirteen to one. Um, you know it's interesting. We're going to get a real idea of this wager in the first week because Tampa travels to Dallas. And there, there's an week, argument you can make for Dallas playing in that division. There's no question about it. I think they're going to beat the Commanders and the Giants both times. You get four wins there, and then assuming you go one and one against Philadelphia, a great opportunity for the Cowboys here. Look, I'm not as high on Dallas when you compare them to the other three teams. I think there's still the separation between the Rams, the Buccaneers, and the pa- Packers at this point in time. But to me, when you look at that second tier of Dallas, Philadelphia, San Francisco, and then I think there's that third tier of Minnesota, New Orleans, and Arizona. How do you evaluate the Rams' defense this year? I think they're still – look, When yep. I think they have the best player in football. Mm-hmm. Aaron Donald, to me, offensively, defensively, regardless of position, is the best player in football. They're very good. Remember, they're going to get Jordan Fuller back at safety. Very cerebral young kid. He's very effective. Uh, they do lose Von Miller, but I thought Buffalo overpaid and oversigned on Von Miller. I, I thought it was not the worst move in the world that the Rams let him walk. I still think this team's going to be extremely dangerous. You know what I like about the Rams? The head coaching and the special teams keep them in most games. They're going to win more than their fair share of games because of that. I, I would agree with you. They're, they're tremendous in the special teams. We see that all the time. You, uh, you know, Matt is going to be their place kicker. Uh, to me, I think this team's really dangerous. You know, I didn't buy in with you last year that they were going to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know, I made fun of you. You were planning the ticker tape. Because Stafford just hadn't done it in Detroit. But he didn't have to be great for them to win the Super Bowl. I, I thought last year, I thought it was a, I was lucky. I didn't think the Rams were the best team. Well, you got the luck of San Francisco going to Green Bay and blocking the punt and winning that game, That was right? 100%. That, that was the key. And then at that point in time, moving forward, I was like, this team's got an opportunity. And then they, they played a dominant game. Buccaneers turned the ball over way dominant, too much. Dominant. And, and they were fortunate Tampa. enough. And then they get, you know, San Francisco, it was so hard for them to continuously keep beating the Rams. And that, that worked out well for the Rams. Yeah. Uh, championship uh, exact matchups. The favorites in the NFC are a combination of Buccaneers versus Packers or Cowboys at 8-1 to one, and Buccaneers-Rams at 8-50 in the NFC. Bills Chiefs seven to one. Bills Broncos. Bills Chargers uh, eleven to one. Bills Ravens twelve to one. That's an interesting one. Yeah, AFC I, Championship game. Bills Ravens twelve to one. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. That's I like great, that better than the Ravens as the one seed at seven fifty. I would agree with you. Real quick on the uh, week one, the Rams are now a two and a half point home dog. I love a teaser in week one. A couple different ones. You one, like the Rams up to eight. Uh, and a Rams half. up to eight and a half, and then the Browns plus seven and a half at Carolina. I like that as well. I, I don't think Carolina's going to beat them by eight points, even with Jacoby Brissett under center. I think the Browns can win the game outright. I think they should win the game uh, outright. So do I. <laughs> the college football guide has been out, and the NFL guide drops tomorrow, guys. Start your football season on the right fo- foot with expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus bets, bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. You can only access the college and pro guides by being a VEASAN all-access member, you can't go to a newsstand. You can't even go to the VEASAN store. How do you become a member? Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Crazy Bill 80 has the deal of a lifetime for you. Membership now all the way through Super Bowl is only $175. That's more than 50% off the standard price uh, of $40 a month. When we come back, we teased it yesterday, Charlotte versus Florida Atlantic. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The wait is almost over. 
Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Odds On is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering both smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, but there have been times in life where I needed to make a change. I knew I needed to make a change, but I just wasn't ready. I'm sure a lot of smokers and dippers out there can relate. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone's on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take the first step towards change, Zen will be there for you with the right strength, the right flavor at the right time. If you're thinking about making a change and want to learn more today, check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. This product does contain nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Frank Schwab, senior NFL writer for Yahoo Sports, will join the program in about 15 minutes. Big show tomorrow. Josh Towers in studio, former Major League Baseball pitcher and World Series champion with the New York Yankees. He'll be in studio for the last half of the show. And then on Friday, we have our friend Jeff Erickson, yep. who wrote a wires uh, here at Circa this weekend doing their uh, serious shows. He'll be on as well as Christopher Sullivan, um, our soccer betting expert who covers the sport for being sports and will be in Qatar for the World Cup. All right, Amal, let's, we have three games left from week zero right. um, that feature um, FCS teams uh, or FBS teams. So we left off with this game, which I call an Amal Shaw special because I think you're really good at, at these smaller conferences and you study it more than most people do. You know who's returning. You know the coaching moves. You know their past history. And this is the game, Charlotte at Florida Atlantic. I know you were involved with Charlotte several times in your best bets last year. They are a seven-point road dog at Florida Atlantic, a mall. This game goes off at 4 o'clock Pacific time, 7 p.m. local time. This total, a mall, up from 57.5 to now to 59. Yeah, uh, you know, total, a little bit surprised by the move. Last year when we saw these two teams play, uh, this was a dominant performance by FAU on the road at Charlotte. They won 38-9. Now, when you look at this 49ers team, they've got 15 starters back. Um, ex- to me, the big thing is the offense. Can they find some consistency? Eight starters returning offensively. They should be effective, including the quarterback here with Chris Reynolds returning 26 touchdowns, nine INTs. On the flip side, Mike, a name that's going to sound familiar to you at quarterback under center for FAU, Nikosi Perry. Remember, played at the University yes. of Miami. still around, probably in his 15th year of eligibility. I didn't realize even he still had time left. But in all seriousness. Uh, played, in, this, played in the Orange Bowl for Miami, didn't absolutely. he, against Wisconsin? Yep. I was all over Wisconsin that <laughs> yeah. day. Uh, FAU, uh, with seven starters back on offense, I think they should be able to really control this game down in Boca. I think they should win this one. I haven't played it yet, as I said, but looking at FAU here. And I, I just one other thing, and you know, Jimmy Vaccaro used to talk about this all the time. Don't get into college football teasers, long-term losing proposition. I agree with that. 
Because in college, you can't truly quantify how one-sided games can get as well as you do in the NFL because the numbers are so much sharper. But I think if you're going to play this game on Saturday, I would look at the Owls here, despite the fact that it's a big revenge spot for the 49ers. Will Healy's going to be an up-and-coming coach. I just don't know if they get it done against Willie Taggart's team here. Okay, uh, 6 o'clock Pacific, uh, 8 o'clock Central Time. The boys from Denton, North Texas, go to West Texas to take on, you take them points, the University of Texas, <laughs> El Paso, <laughs> and they're getting one at home here in their home opener with a total of all of 55, North Texas and Utah. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting one here. North Texas got eight starters back on offense, but they don't have their quarterback coming back this year. That's going to be a big blow for them. They lose August on. Uh, that's going to be uh, impact this team in terms of, <clears throat> excuse me, um, where they're going. But to me, when I look at this one, Mike, I can't get involved with this North Texas team. Uh, six and seven last year. Miners with a similar record last year at seven and six, but the better team, what's the number at? Um, this is one in favor of North Texas. I'm a little bit surprised by that. Um, that they're favored? Yeah, because this game is in El Paso, and the Miners generally are pretty tough at home. I would look at the Miners here in this one. Okay. And then the late game out on the islands, uh, <laughs> the SEC coming calling. Mm -hmm. Vandy taking on the University of Hawaii. This is a tough game to make a number on, in my opinion. Six and a half in favor of Vanderbilt with a total of 55. You know, I got to go with the doors here despite going to the islands because Timmy Chang, who takes over as head coach, obviously give him some time. Hopefully he'll get that program going the right direction. Mm. Many of you remember the name. Look at the move here, Amal. Amal. Big, big move. Okay. From six and a half yesterday to eight and a half. Not really much of a surprise. When uh -huh. you look at Hawaii, they don't have a quarterback play. Uh, their quarterback transferred to San Jose State. Another commit, uh, decommitted went to Nevada. They're, they're really in peril in terms of returning starters. I think they just have four or five starters back on this team overall. They're going to be really challenged here against Vanderbilt. This is the type of game that Vandy, remember uh, their head coach talked about, hey, we're going to be a national championship team. Well, if Clark lays uh, right about that, this is where you got to start building the foundation. you got to really take care of business in a confident way against a team that has some issues right now. I think this is a good opportunity to get this Hawaii team right now. And remember, they're not playing at the Aloha Bowl. Uh, that's under renovation right. for a couple of years. So good opportunity for the doors in this What one. high school stadium are they playing at, Britain? Do you know? Oh, oh, I thought. Yeah, okay. So it's, I might it's be Honolulu, St. Louis. It's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I'll tell you, St. Louis draws bigger crowds than you. Yeah, well, they got better players. Well, they come out Mariota. to see Timmy Chang, too, right? Yeah, Ch Timmy Chang played yeah, there. Right. And, uh, uh, all these guys. Who was the uh, Tua played there? Yeah, uh, a couple of Major League Baseball players came out. Oh, of that, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yes. Uh, will Vanderbilt, how will they do in the SEC? In the SEC East this year? Can they win two games? They're, they're going to struggle. Look, they got Elon the following week. Then they, they have Wake Forest. Um, they go at Northern Illinois. I don't know if they're going to beat the Huskies. I doubt it. And then Alabama comes calling. And then look at the rest of the schedule in conference. Ole Miss, Georgia, Missouri. They can beat and Missouri. They beat Missouri? Yeah, they can, but I don't think they will in Como. South Carolina, <laughs> Kentucky, Florida, and Tennessee. You're oh, saying zero? Oh, zero. Zero in the Missouri's band. the game. The, if, yeah. That's, the, that's, that's it, it, but it's on the road. Yeah. Okay, FanDuel also has a market on college teams to win 10-plus games. Will the team win 10 or more games? Uh, Alabama, Ohio State, and Georgia are prohibitively What are the odds on that? Shocked. Thir minus $35 on Alabama, minus 2000 on Ohio State, minus 2000 on Georgia. So on the 3500 you have to look at your bet and see how much is the return. And what's the, what, if you looked at it from an uh, interest standpoint, if you put money in the bank. In the markets you're talking well, about? Alabama in the hasn't lost, markets? Yeah, exactly. Well, Alabama hasn't lost three games yeah, since, what, 10 on. years? All right, let's move on. Let's get to... <laughs> Now, Clemson, minus $6. That's a yes for me all day. They're when you lay the six. Absolutely. But, I mean, there's better bets on them. Going over right. 10 and a half is a better bet. But, yes, on Clemson. Cincinnati, minus $1.35. I don't know. I'm not sure about them. I want to see what they do offensively. I have question marks after to replace Ritter there. Um, they've got to play Houston, who I think is the best team in that league. And they've got to play UCF as well. You think Houston wins that conference? I do. Um, will it be Houston and, and Cincinnati in the title game? It feels, again, it feels again, like a rematch? Yeah, exactly, it feels like it. Are you surprised Fickle has stayed at Cincinnati? No, because if you think about this, Luke Fickle played a three-time state champion in wrestling at Columbus DeSales, yeah. went to Ohio State, coached at Ohio State, Cincinnati, and has now you know stayed there. You think he's a guy that could go 20 years at Cincinnati? Yeah, and they're moving to the Big 12. Yeah. Things are going in the right direction. Why leave? You're going you're to be able to get players. You're going to do fine. Sometimes, you know, one of the best pieces of advice, you, uh, I heard Jay Wright mention in coaching, he goes, never leave happy. Um, 
That school up north, Michigan, mm-hmm. minus $1.25 to win 10 games. Well, I like Michigan's prop over nine. Nine or nine and a half, I think it's a little bit better play. I think you can get a better number than that. Because now this one, I would have to clarify. If you win ten games, the bet a, is a winner, correct? It's a winner okay. to win ten or more games. Okay, yes, it. it's just want to yes make bet. sure. Yep. Um, but I would look at that, or I would look at Michigan over the season to- win total. I think Michigan's going to have a big year. I know Matt Humans likes Penn State more. I disagree. I think the Wolverines are still in really good position to have a ten and two, eleven and one type of season. University of Southern California minus one twenty to win ten or more games. <sighs> this is this is the interesting one. Um, I think they're going to lose at Utah. Um, I think their schedule is pretty weak. I think SC's got a real what chance. Weak? They got to play the Fighting Irish. They'll yeah. be better. Notre Dame will be better by that time. I don't think Notre Dame's a bad team. I think I it's a bad know. opener that they have. Horrific opener. And they've got some injuries right now. Um, but to me, and we don't know if the quarterback can really throw the ball. Yeah, I would go no on USC because I think UCLA can I get them. I don't I, think there's a no bet here. Yeah. You, you bet it or you don't. don't yeah, uh, Houston. Under, you got to yeah. take a look at their their it's schedule. schedule. They're, they're nine wins on the prop. Yeah. A season win total. Plus I like them over. 15 at 10 or more. Plus I, I, I like the 10. Take it. Yes. How about Fresno State plus 120? Love Hayner. Um, <laughs> we'll see what Tedford can do. Uh, it's going to be interesting. They're, to me, the, the best team probably in the Mountain West. I think they win that side of the division. Yeah. And then they probably and, take on Air Force. Yeah. Exactly. Um, boy, when you got a quarterback who's got moxie, and that, that win at UCLA was unbelievable for his confidence of what this kid could do going forward. I will say yes on on Fresno. Boomer Sooner, plus 125. I got Boomer Sooner winning the Big 12. I love them. Over nine wins. I I love Oklahoma this year. So you're a yes there. You take it. Dave Doran's team in Raleigh, plus 125. I'm going to say no because I think they go nine and three. They lose to Clemson. Now, the question is, where else do they get two losses? I'm they not sure. They get Mississippi sure. State at home this year. Remember, yeah, they, which, they played at Starkville last yeah, year and won. They should be able to win that yeah. game with this team this year, but I still don't have the consistency factor with them. How about Utah plus 155? Well, I like Utah to make the college football playoffs, so I'm going to go with yes. All right. I think there's some bad teams, and the top-end teams are really good. When we come back, our buddy Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Want more betting insights to give you an edge? Of course you do. You're tuned into VSIN. Check out our Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24 7 stream of VSIN experts tracking line moves, odds, props. Wins, losses, and bad beats from sports books right here in Las Vegas and all across this great land of ours. Download the VEASAN Best Bets podcast now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. It is Wednesday morning. It is 11.30 a.m. Pacific time, 12.30 Mountain Time, where Frank is in Denver. It's that time. It's Schwabby time. Yahoo! Senior NFL writer Frank Schwab joins the program. How are you this week, Frank? I'm doing good. You you forgot to mention it's a holiday. It's Lucas Giolito Day, so I already got my Orioles bet in. I feel good. You know, it's it's that time of week. Wow. Uh, I, I wasn't gonna st- I wasn't gonna start with baseball, but I will since you brought up Giolito here. When you look at this National League Wild Card race in some of the markets here right now. You can get the Padres at plus three dollars to miss the playoffs. I mean, it's it's going to come down for two spots really. Now the Giants still have an outside shot, and you know the pitching staff is good, the hitting and the defense not so much. So you can't really count them out. They're five back, but really it seemingly is going to come down to two spots for three teams: the Phillies, the Brewers, and the Padres. Is the Padres plus three dollars the best bet on the board right now in this in this market? It, it might be, but I have no faith in my Brewers at all. Mm. I mean, this team has just folded the tent since the Hater trade. And yes, we could get into Josh Hader has just been a ghost for the Padres. I don't really know what's happened to him since the trade, but the Brewers have blown 7 of 11 save opportunities since that trade. You got guys like Devin Williams, Eric Lauer coming out and basically just saying, yeah, we, we hated the trade. It kind of signaled the front office doesn't believe in us. This is not a kind of team that I would necessarily back to make the wild card but the Padres do seem to be feeling the pressure of all this I I mean it it was supposed to just come together for them and they're just going to roll to the wild card and compete with the Dodgers and the Mets and it it just hasn't really happened that way 
as you see, I mean, right there, four and six in their last 10. They've just been a mediocre team, but I just don't have any faith in the Brewers to be that team. I mean, the Giants have a long way to go. That's the problem. You, you need almost another team in there that I'd have faith in, and it's not going to be the Diamondbacks for sure, not going to be the Marlins. So you almost need the Giants to cover five and a half games. I just don't think they can do it. So I would lay off. I Look, I couldn't fault you for Padres plus 300. The the value's right there, but I, I just don't think the Brewers can get there. I, I hear what you're saying on the Brewers, but where I disagree is when you look at this Milwaukee schedule, it is as good as it gets for the Brew Crew. On the flip side, the Padres have to play the Dodgers still nine times. They're only five games ahead of the Mets, so they're still going to be competing, at least it appears to be towards the end or until the end. And I would rather eliminate San Diego than Milwaukee to have to face yeah. in the postseason. So for me, I, I think just based on the schedule alone, something that you have to factor into consideration. Uh, want to go to the American League Central, Frank. Right now, we got a three-horse race. Guardians with a three-game lead over Minnesota, who looks like their their wheels are starting to come off. They face Framber tonight. Uh, the White Sox, they can't get out of their own way. And I, I said to Mike, I don't believe in Dylan Cease. I'm not talking about for the Cy Young, but long-term. You know, there's guys you look at and you go, Sandy, Sandy's an ace. He's going to be an ace in five years. Dylan Cease is, feels like a guy to me who's having a great year, but he's probably like an ace on a bad team and a number two on a decent team. Um, how do you see this division? Because the White Sox, I don't know if it's their hatred for Tony La Russa, it's their hatred for scoring runs, what it is, but this team just can't get out of its own way either. Yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've, I have to give up betting on the White Sox on non-Giolito days. I bet against them on Giolito days. But it, it's just, th- there's something missing there with the White Sox. I don't know if it's La Russa. I don't know if it's some of their other injuries. I, I just there's, there's just this disconnect where you look at this White Sox roster, you look at the lineup, you look at the pitching staff, and you say, this team should be running away with this division, and they're barely 500. They lose games. They have no business losing. It's it's a frustrating team. Now Michael Kopech goes to the IL. I, I just I almost have to say the Guardians are going to run away with this thing, right? Like I like you said, the Twins are falling apart. I I had a preseason bet on Twins to win the division at a good price. That ain't going to happen. They they are really the wheels are falling off, like you said. I don't see anybody but the Guardians winning this division. I, I just I can't get behind the White Sox. Can't get behind the Twins. Almost guardians by default, and they're, they're just going to be one of those teams that goes into that first round of playoffs just get swept. I, I don't really think they're a very good team, but I, I don't trust anybody else in that division any more than them. Frank, let's switch our focus to the NFL and number one seed markets in the NFC. Odds to be the number one seed. Buccaneers are the favorite at three to one. I know you like the Eagles to win the East, so we can draw a line through the Cowboys for you. Packers plus five dollars, very co-second choice with the the Cowboys. Rams plus six fifty. Forty Nine ers nine to one. Cardinals thirteen to one. Is there any value in this market? I, I think so because I look. I have some issues with the Buccaneers. All of a sudden, it starts with their O line. Obviously, we haven't talked enough about the Chris Godwin injury. Just because he's coming back from an ACL doesn't mean he's going to be the same guy right away. I mean, Saquon Barkley. I mean, it, it doesn't always just happen that. Just because you're on the field, you're the same guy. So what if Chris Godwin takes a step back? And then, I don't look, it, it seems to be narrative street and some dumb stuff you say on Twitter, but whatever. Tom Brady leaving practice for 11 days and the retirement for 40 days. I talked about this on our Yahoo podcast yesterday. I don't know necessarily that that means he's not fully engaged with football, but for a guy who's maniacally competitive, and that's how he's kind of built himself, and now he's 45, you're taking weeks off. It, before you know, before when you retired, now during training camp, I just wonder if he's all in on this season. And I, if he's not, I look. He's been playing professional football for more than twenty years. He has nothing to prove anymore. If he's lost his edge a little bit, I get it. So I'm going to be. I, I think there is value here because I'm not necessarily on board with the Buccaneers. I really like that 49ers price because I'm a I'm a Trey Lance believer, and I, I'll go down that with that ship. And obviously the Eagles. I, I like the. I just like everything about the Eagles, even. I just don't think Jalen Hurts is that bad. He's looked fine in the preseason. I think he could be good enough for this team with what he does. Give me the Eagles here with with also a nod to the 49ers, so I think it would be good if, especially if the Super Bowl hangover hits the Rams or Stafford's elbow doesn't cooperate, anything like that. Definitely market. There's definitely value here because the Buccaneers, I, I don't know. I, I'm just going to I'm gonna be fading them. I'm going to be on the Cowboys week one. I'm going to have to make the Buccaneers prove that they're actually going to be the team that, that the odds think. Well, Soldier, I hope the USS Lance has some life jackets on it because they're going to be taking on some water quick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, to me, we'll, we'll see what happens, but it's interesting they open up with Chicago. I want to stay a little bit on this NFC theme. We were talking before you came on about who's going to win the NFC. 
I still think the Rams are a dangerous team not getting enough respect. Obviously, some concern with Matthew Stafford and his health, but defensively, you bring in Bobby Wagner. Frank, tell me what you believe Bobby Wagner has left, and I still think getting Jordan Fuller back in the secondary, still having the best player defensively, this team is good. And I think Sean McVay, one of the top two, three, four coaches in the National Football League, Arizona, I think they're an average team. I think the Rams are still right there. How do you see them? Yeah, I... I it's it's hard to to go that much against the Rams. Although I do believe in the Super Bowl hangover, mm-hmm. I really do. It's a long season. You spend the entire off season hearing how great you are. It's it's just it's tough to climb that mountain again. It, it, it's a long road. The Stafford stuff does worry me at least a little bit. Bobby Wagner, I think Bobby Wagner's a Hall of Fame linebacker. I really do. I, I've really respected his game through the years. But he's up there in age. I I don't know that necessarily he's a top ten inside linebacker anymore. I I, I think that he's close. He's in the picture, but I don't know if he's that difference maker at inside linebacker, which is a devalued position anyway. So I don't know what kind of impact he's going to have really. Look, I like the Rams. They're, they're fine. They're good. I just don't know that they can replicate what they did last season. Remember, this is a team that week, week 18, they're playing for something. They lose at home to the 49ers. They almost blow that game against the Buccaneers. They should have lost to the 49ers in the NFC Championship. But Chrisky Tart catches that interception. Should have lost to the Bengals in the Super Bowl at that Horrible holding call. Logan Wilson isn't called. If they don't win the Super Bowl last year, we're having a totally different conversation about the Rams. And I think maybe our recency bias with that streak they got on all the green lights they hit in the playoffs, maybe that's clouding our judgment a little bit. And the Rams aren't this superpower team that can't be beat, even in the NFC West. Frank, you've been writing about and betting the NFL for a long time. Patriots are scrimmaging the Raiders this week here in Las Vegas. From all accounts, and I mean Raiders beat writers, Patriots beat writers, the Raiders are dominating them in these scrimmages. How much do you draw out of that for your regular season betting? I mean, a little bit. I, I But I will say this. Look, we do this every year with the Patriots. Oh, the, the sky is falling. Every, the dynasty's over. Belichick's lost it. And then by we get to about October 1st, and they're just fine. And I, I expect the same thing to happen this year because it always happens. The Patriots are just different than every other team. In that scenario, you know, one team's getting dominated in practice. I would t- pay attention to it and say, you know, these teams take joint practices very seriously. But it's the Patriots. They they just find a way. They figure things out. Now, early in the season, look, week two against Pittsburgh or something like that, week one against the Dolphins, I'll still be on the Patriots, but willing to acknowledge maybe it's going to take them a while to get going. But I'm going to catch that second wave. When we get to October and the Patriots just look like the Patriots, that's when I'm going to profit on them because everybody's going to want to pour dirt on the Patriots like we always do. And the Patriots are always good. This is Bill Belichick. He's the greatest coach of all time. They will figure things out. Frank, 20 seconds will take you out with this. Has the city of Milwaukee started to hold off on plans for the ticker tape parade for the Bucks with Kevin Durant re-signing with the Nets? No way. Bucks all the way. The Bre- <laughs> I, I gave up on the Brewers, so I got to be all in on the Bucks. Frank, thanks for the time and good luck to you. <laughs> Appreciate it, guys. See you when we see you. All right, when we come back, Amal, we're going to break down the top games in Major League Baseball tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kick off football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook all season long. Bet Rivers is your go to sportsbook for all football related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, BetRivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with BetRivers. It's a whole new game. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. All right, let's get down and dirty on baseball. I agree with Frank Schwab. I'm on the Orioles today. This game opened plus 110, fading Giolito. But I'm just taking the Orioles against the White Sox, the two teams here. It's not a straight fade. Sammy Watkins has been good, and Amal, the Orioles have had the White Sox numbers. You know, if you're the Sox, you get two in the top of the first. You got Giolito go or uh, Cease going last night. You think you're in pretty good shape? Not so fast. Yeah, Hunt Castle with the three-run shot. I like Baltimore here. They're still even money at DraftKings. And to your point, the White Sox have been uh, lost five out of their last six games. And, you know, the real issue is I know they scored five runs in that game where they gave up 21 to the Astros. Mm. But the problem is this team just can't score offensively. I mean, they really struggle uh, with consistency on offense, can't get hits. They do beat up on some of the weaker teams. I think it's going to be a tough matchup here with Watkins on the bump. You mentioned Lucas Giolito comes in with a 5.34 ERA. Last start against Houston gives up the seven earned runs. That was a 21-5 to game. Previous to that against Detroit at home, uh, gets bombed as well, gives up four earned runs uh, with eight hits. So really been inconsistent. But I-, I tell you, Mike, to me, the one thing I would be cautious about in this matchup is if you look at Giolito's numbers – his weakness outside of Houston has been at home. He's pitched effectively on the road. You know, I still have a soft spot in my heart for him because remember I re- reeled off when he was coming up, yeah. all those wins, and I was on him. Then he pitched in that game in Wrigley and he gave up the grand slam. So he, he's good or he's bad. There's not there's not too many starts where he goes six and gives up two or three. You know, he goes seven and he strikes out nine and he gives up one or he gives up uh, seven earned and four. Uh, go ahead. Quick update from Detroit right now. Nine high flush couldn't get through the fifth. Can't beat Matt Manning. Yeah, four, <laughs> four nothing Detroit as they get the uh, rally going here. I think it was all with two outs in terms of the run scoring, but uh, missed opportunity there. Uh, guys got beat by a ten high flush. Yeah. Um, the Blue Jays continued their dominance of the Red Sox last night. Great call by Stripling. You. Yeah, I cashed that ticket, but I can't pull the the trigger on Barrios on the road. He's going up against Saul Bellow today, or it's a Brian Bellow for the, supposed to be Richie Hill, and they changed pitching assignment here. Brian Bellow for the Red Sox. I just can't bet Barrios on the road, but I would look at over nine and a half here. Blue Jays score 10 themselves every time they play the Red Sox. Yeah, absolutely. They get eight in that third inning yesterday. Yeah. The game is over there. And, um, you know, this is one I, I get where you're coming from. If you're going to play this one with Toronto, I think you got to go with the run line. This Blue Jays team in Tampa, both teams quietly kind of creeping up on the Yankees, but New York with those two big wins against the Mets kind of keeping these teams at bay. But I think Toronto, pay attention to them. Uh, don't really like them in this spot at this price unless you're going to go with the run line. I can't back Boston. Speaking of who's had a great last week, how about the Rays? Mm-hmm. Of course, it helps that the Angels are in town, and it's Halloween comes early as Mike Mayers <laughs> gets to start today for the Angels. Shane McClanahan, one-time Cy Young leader in the markets uh, for the Rays. McClanahan and the Rays, a big price here, around 270 uh, with a total of seven. Would you look at the Rays on the run line at around $1.15? Uh, you'd have to if yeah. you're going to take the Rays. And I think it's a good opportunity against an Angels team that's already struggling to score runs. The one pushback I would give with McClanahan is post-All-Star break, Mike, and five starts so far this time around, he's given up 15 earned runs. 
does have just the solo homer, uh, excuse me, three homers that he's given up, but I don't know. I'm a little bit concerned McClanahan hasn't pitched as effectively over his last two starts, so he's gotten better. 13 innings pitch, four earned runs against Baltimore and Kansas City. I think he could get back in the groove today against a team like the Angels. Twins, mm-hmm. uh, I think, are up against it again tonight in Houston. I agree. Dylan Bundy against Framber Valdez. You know, Amal, Framber Valdez, he, he had only gave up one hit in his that. Remember that opener against the Angels, but he only yeah. went five and two-thirds, so not a quality start. His next 17 have been quality starts. I mean, it's really unbelievable. To your point, though, about if you go six, it should only be two. Valdez, a two thirty favorite tonight, minus a dollar, a dollar five on the run line with a total of eight. I think I like the Astros on the run line tonight. Yeah, I would agree nah. with you here. I mean, I don't trust this Twins team having lost four in a row. Now, Bundy has pitched a little bit better last ten innings and a ten and a third innings, just giving up the one earned run against Texas and against the Angels. I think when you look back on the Twins season, losing three out of four at home against Texas is going to be the real demise of their season if they don't get things turned around quickly. They do still have eight games against the Guardians remaining. And remember, the Guardians have to face the excuse me, the Mariners seven times in the next 10 days. And they're going to face Castillo and Ray twice in that stretch. Ray, I mean, was, Ray was good last night, against, yeah. but against the Nats. Four, four out of the seven games they're going to face off against those two guys. Okay. Um, hey, did, by the way, did you see the Baldelli ejection last night? What happened? I didn't see the... I, I knew he got ejected. I didn't see what happened. So, Aaron Sanchez, it's the bottom of the fifth. It's 2-0 uh, Houston. He barely grazes Altuve with a pitch. And Altuve starts, you know, this on his way to first base. Sanchez is yelling back to him from the mound. Both dugouts clears. Baldelli comes and stands in front of Sanchez, but he's on the mound. Yeah. Nothing happens. Minute and a half goes by. Everybody starts going back to the dugout. The umpires are huddling, like between first and, and home. And they charge Baldelli with a mound visit because he came out and spoke to Santa. Baldelli's walking back to the dugout, has no idea. Now Sanchez walks Yuli Gurriel on four pitches. The pitching coach comes out, and as soon as he hits the mound, they force a pitching change. Nobody warming up in the bullpen. Boldelli, after the game, 100% right. You should have made sure I knew you charged me a visit. That's an atypical situation. This is the problem with umpires in baseball. Mm-hmm. You know what? you got to have complete clarity in terms of what you're doing. you got to say, listen, we're, we're giving you a mound visit on this one. It has a huge impact on the game. It's just ridiculous. I worked a lot of games for Larry Niemeyer, who was the head softball and, and basketball coach at Cedar Rapids Jefferson, the laugh half of his, his career. He started at Adele DeSoto Minburn, or Adele then, back in Iowa. He was the winningest all-time softball, high school softball coach in American history, yeah. like 2,200 games. But I'm working a tournament for him, and it's a dual tournament. There's a JV and a varsity tournament going on at the same time. And the rule in Iowa is uh, athlete can only play in three games in a day. So they have an eighth grader, a graduated eighth grader who's a stud, who's their starting shortstop on the varsity team. Yeah. She's also playing catcher for the JV team. So I happened to work an early morning game in the JV tournament. She caught the game in front of me. Then... I'm on the bases. They win their their semifinal game in varsity to get to the championship game in the evening for the varsity tournament. It's on a Saturday. And I go back to work the JV championship game, and they're the home team, and she's coming out in the first inning to catch the pitcher. And I said, You're, are you warming her up? Or are you playing? You're in full. She goes, I'm playing. I said, hold on. And I went over to the, head, to the JV coach, who's also the assistant coach, and I said, you know, this is her third game. She can't play in the final tonight in the varsity tournament. He said, oh, thank God. I, it completely slipped my mind. And he told her, come over and get yeah. Because she starts shortstop in the game. But that's your job is to communicate everything. You're Absolutely. not trying to show somebody up and backdoor them on something. Well, you know, one of the biggest problems in baseball that I see is every time, like if a ball is like a foot and a half outside and they call it on a 3-0 count, they yeah. call it a strike. The hitter has to apologize to the umpire like, oh, I'm sorry, you, you're you blind. That he started and you to walk that to call. first. <laughs> like, it's so ridiculous. These guys are fortunate to be stealing money and touring the country for no reason. They don't even need them. Get rid of the umpires. What do you need umpires for in baseball? If you had, it's hard to argue it anymore. Uh, if you had the under in Oakland last night, it's a bad beat. The A score three in the bottom of the ninth to push the game over. 5-3 Marlins. Same flat seven total. This game goes off at 12-30. Uh, Pacific time. Jesus Lozardo, who's been terrific yep. uh, for the, listen, the Marlins have gotten great pitching. They just don't score against your guy, Cole Irvin. It's an interesting game. Close to a pick. I'm Lozardo, a small uh, road favorite here. I'm all with a total of seven. Yeah, if you don't take the seven, I'd look to see if you get an in-game opportunity. Maybe the first batter reaches, you get a quick seven and a half and take it under. Irvin's very effective. Um, now, remember, usually in the daytime in Oakland, ball tends to carry, and then that tough uh, sky yeah. 
becomes difficult to field pop-ups or to catch pop-ups. But for me, I still think with the ineptitude of Oakland's offense combined with the Marlins' inability to score. Last night, Mike, the five runs was the first time all month the Marlins scored five runs. Yeah. Think about that. That is that's crazy. That's the first time all month. And then the A's get three in the ninth to beat your seven. I mean, yeah. that's you that got to feel snake bitten if you had under seven. Okay. Padres can't hit. We talked about this with Frank. They only get a run last night. It's an interesting pitching matchup tonight. Snell's been great for the better part of two months. Quantrill goes for the Guardians. The total seven and a half. Snell's a dollar forty-five, a dollar fifty in some spots here. I can't lay that much of a price with Snell against Quantrill. I actually like under seven and a half. Um, this is day game two. In, in yeah, Petco. yeah, one ten Pacific time. I like yeah. the Padres run line here today. I think they bounce back. This Guardians team struggles nice to price. score. Plus yeah, 130. plus one thirty. Snell's pitched well enough. I thought Clevenger pitched well enough yesterday, but the errors it didn't affect the earned runs. But I, I still thought that's a game. If you're the Padres, you got to be able to win. Um, I like San Diego here today. I don't like the 165. I'd go run line or no play. Okay, just because he's your guy, Martin Perez on the mound this afternoon. This game goes just afternoon Pacific time. So in about 15 minutes against Jose Urena uh, for the Rockies. P- Martin Perez and the Rangers, a $1.30 road favorite, total 11. Yeah, going to stay away from this one. I was a little bit surprised yesterday. The total was 10.5 or 11. Gets over the total with the Rockies, 7-6 win. Yeah, uh, but no play here in this game. And Brewers at Dodgers, Mr. Haney from Green Acres, a $2.40 a $2. favorite for the Dodgers tonight. Hauser, bad ERA on the road, over five. Got to look at Dodgers run line. This team just, it's amazing they give you this minus 120 with the Dodgers. This team's a machine. Best thing Gonsolin has going for him in this Cy Young race, he doesn't have to face the Dodgers. Thanks for <laughs> tuning in today. Up next, it's betting across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.